He's an Australian with arguably one of the most distinct voices to emerge from Down Under. A perfect blend of indie folk and pop, he toes the line between being the soundtrack of the summer and the soundtrack for your next road trip. Now My name is Eric Zachary, and this is The Spout Podcast, where famous people spot off about more than what they're famous for. Today... That's Vance Joy. Vance Joy, what is up, sir? How are you, man? I'm good, Eric. How are you doing, mate? I'm good. I've just I've just endured probably the most technical difficulties I ever have while doing a Zoom interview, which I'm just going to go <laughs> ahead and dive in there. I've been listening through the album. I heard it first when it came out, and then when I found out we got the interview, obviously I'm going back, listening again and again and again. But I, on that first listen in June when it came out, my first ad was Catalonia. That was my track. That was the, I'm going to make an adventure vlog or video to this song. Hey! Just get in and know you when you stumble down those streets tonight. Just know you'll be on and, it, and the whole album kind of has that thing going off of what you were saying. You know, you're not always on top of TikTok trends. You got to be aware now. You're not only creating music to be a body of music, but people literally score their lives to these songs now on Instagram mm-hmm. Reels and TikTok. Yeah, yeah. That song. That song. I, I I'm glad that you gravitated towards that because. Uh, yeah, I really love that song, and it was one that had an interesting kind of uh, creation. I was in a, I wrote it with my friend Dave, but again over Zoom. But at that time, I was in a hotel doing like two weeks of quarantine, and I sang the vocals in uh, the the wardrobe in a class of the, of the hotel room because it had the best soundproofing, and That's I was just acoustics, like, yeah. I don't know why I just felt too uh, too exposed in my room. It's no one else there, obviously. But I just went in there and I, I sang it, and those vocals were the ones that stayed on the song the whole way through. So, wow. um, but yeah, that song is upbeat. And I think it's it's one as well that a few friends have kind of mentioned they really like. And it's funny because even even up until like choosing songs, I was like, I don't know. Like I know it's upbeat and fun, but. Is this, you know, you sometimes you just have no no idea and you're like, is this good? I don't know. Like, and then it's often those ones that people are like, the, that's my favorite song. So, so, so two questions off of that. Then what is your, real quick, run me through your proofing test. Like when you have a song, when you lay down those initial stems and you're like, okay, who am I going to send this to? How do I test this for myself? Before like it goes to the labels or the A&R or anything like that. Where are you kind of cross verifying with yourself? Who Who is that person? And what is that process? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, you listen to your own instinct a little bit, you know, quite a lot, but I show it to, show it to my family, show it to my sister, my mom, my dad, my girlfriend. I show it to my, to my mate, Robbie, who's, he's all, he's the one I go to if I'm worried if a song's too poppy or if I'm like, is this too poppy or is it, is this like, you know, too on the nose? Um, he's always like, nah, it's good. You know, like (laughs) super reassuring. He he reassures, he's quite reassuring, but he's also just like, uh, you know, you know, he gives me he gives me pretty straight um, feedback, which is good. And then my drummer Ed, he's also good, and he's he's pretty stoked about songs. So again, if I'm like, is this too poppy? Is this too on the nose? He'll be like, this is sick, dude. And and I think it's it's good to have those people that kind of um, kind of quiet the critic because I have that critic in my head that's like, you know, whatever. Vance Joy, real name James Gabriel Keogh, was born in Melbourne, Australia. Though he is now known for his music, especially his massive hit Riptide, Vance almost never made music a career, believe it or not. And he was actually playing Australian football at an extremely high level growing up. 
Do you draw any, and this is this might be a reach here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to intertwine these. Do you draw any of that that ability to dial in, that ability to quiet the noise noise around you from your football days, from the Coburg Club? I mean, just when people are screaming at you and you're in the moment of a match. <laughs> I think I, I, I wish that I I wish that um yeah, I feel like now I'm like, maybe I could use some of these skills when I was playing football. Cause at that time, I think I, um, I think playing sport is you know great. And I think there are moments when you're playing where you're kind of in, in the zone. And, um, but when I think about my footballing days, I, I almost wish that I could do them again or something or come with a, some of the maturity that I feel like I've got now. Yeah. I feel like it would get me through and keep me in games and, you know, maybe you start the game badly, but it doesn't really matter. It's just how you finish and you can, it's always the next contest. You can really kind of um, resurrect the game. So, um, no, I, I think at that time I was just, um, you know, playing football and I, I don't think I had um, all the mental skills that, that uh, the good players have. But I feel like with music, it always felt more natural and um, my instincts were already kind of there, I think, yeah. a, a bit more, a bit more developed. Well, what's the saying? You know, youth is wasted on the 20s or the, the <laughs> teens. And now we're in our 30s. We're like, if only, if only we could tell that person our version. Thankfully, Vance never thought of himself the highest caliber footy player and shifted his focus to music. It wasn't long before he signed a five-album deal with Atlantic Records in 2013. Though he loves writing with friends and collaborating with other artists, that proved to be a bit of a challenge during the COVID-19 pandemic. Vance, however, was able to write an incredible album, his latest in our own sweet time with friends through the power of Zoom. Because when I'm in a room with you, missing piece is found. I heard this entire album, right, in our sweet time, you wrote over Zoom. Yes, yes. Okay, um, so how frustrating was that? Did it compare to the last 20 minutes of my life? Well, no, I feel like I'm looking at you, you look, you look amazing, and, and the lighting, it looks, it looks like you're basically working with cinematic quality cameras on your ends. And I feel like I'm kind of all kind of very DIY and, and pretty rough. So it was, um, I don't know, writing on zoom was, it was fun and it was kind of just totally born out of necessity. I wanted to work with some of my, you know, my friends who I work with and write with. So it kind of had to happen. Um, yeah. and surprisingly it wasn't too difficult and it was kind of good cause no one wants to sit on zoom for like, eight hours so it's like you know when you do a songwriting session sometimes you spend like five or six hours oh, yeah. uh, with each other which is also which is nice but zoom it's kind of like you write the song in two hours and then you're you like, have right. an out you're like guys i got a three o'clock i'm sorry i gotta go i gotta balance yeah. the reality you have to eat <laughs> yeah yeah it was kind of nice it was kind of like okay i'm gonna go and make a coffee you go do your thing and it was, it was kind of funny like you just leave the zoom on and go and like make a coffee go get a snack and then you kind of come back so yeah. Um, I, I, I liked it and I guess it was now I will think back to it and I have a bit of, um, nostalgia or just, it's just, it was a nice period of time just the odd zoom session, writing a song and especially cause it, you know, there was not much else to do. So it was a good yeah. distraction. Though he loves the writing process and spending time in the studio, adjusting and changing things. Vance does admit that sometimes the best discovery for a song comes, unfortunately, after the project has already been published. Yeah. Do you, I've always often thought about this because as a creator myself, not a musician, but a creator, once you put a project out, it's out, right? It's, it belongs yeah. to the people, it belongs to the fans, anyone that wants to enjoy it. Is there any song or any specific part of a song that you're like, oh, now that I've played this live or now that this has been out for a minute, I wish I would have done this differently. Or do you just, you let it lay, it is what it is and you're good with it. Um, I think at the moment, like, sorry, I'll turn this air conditioning off. 
um, it's hot here in Spain, man. It's I like leave it, man. Heat, legit heat wave. But um, the you know what I do is I I learn all the songs live, and as I'm playing them for the live show, you kind of start to crack a few more codes about like what sounds the best, maybe harmony ideas, some some stuff that you probably you know you just didn't have the opportunity to think of in the in the studio sure. and so that's when you kind of have that kind of fomo you go oh wish yeah. i could have put that you in. get to also so, exercise that freedom i imagine live too then you get to change it up and have a little more of a live version exactly exactly yeah so the songs grow live that's and sometimes when i've had the opportunity to play them live for ages you end up when you go into the studio you kind of know everything that every instrument's doing you're like this is the drum beat this is what the bass does it's kind of which is nice you do it you knock it out very quickly but yeah it's nice being in the studio and being like okay let's find out what the drums could do and that's it's like difficult but it, it's fun and it's very like satisfying when you you figure out the right recipe for the production plus you get a chance to, to switch it up i mean like riptide you could have like a pop punk version of it now if you wanted to you know it's been long enough <laughs> i know i know actually it's, it's funny some songs like i mean especially riptide because we played it it's probably the first song we started playing live and it's um it's in every in, in every set so it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, yeah. I swear she is destined for the screen. Closest thing to Michelle Pfeiffer that you've ever seen. Oh. You gotta try and like pump some new life. You gotta keep it interesting for the audience and for yourself too, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to start like you know, like I mean. Some artists, they'll do a completely different version where I still want to give people like the thing in that song, which is like, oh, recognizably the sure. song. But um, you do. You have to keep it entertaining for them and, and also for yourself. When the stars begin to fall right out in the sky And the seas were rising up I had Needless to say, Vance Joy has had quite a lot of success since his first album released in 2013. Life on tour, playing shows, seeing the world, it's all great, but there's a few key experiences that stick out for him that go far beyond the play counts, views, and business side of the industry. I want to know, because I'm sure you've been asked this a thousand times, so I'm not going to ask this, but you know, people say, who do you want to collaborate with? What's your I made it moment? Like, What's that epitome? I want to know what you've been able to do now with with a very successful, impressive record behind you. Uh, is there anyone that has asked you to, to play a wedding or you got to do like a cool private event and you just got to have that moment, like taking the views out of it, taking the streams out of it, the success of the music. Yeah. It was just cool for you. Um, it's cool. Like, yeah. Sometimes, like, sometimes people ask me like, oh, who, you know, have you met any of you? A friend was asking me the other day, kind of on the same page. It was like, um, have you met some of your idols or have you, it wasn't even, have you met a famous person? It was kind of like, have you met someone whose music, you know, you, you really love and respected sure. and uh, you had that encounter. And I've met a few of those people. Um, and I had one, I've had two special ones. Like 
and they were both pretty random. I was, I was, uh, I was at, I was like a kind of a festival back in the day, and Weezer was playing. And at that stage, I was a fan of Weezer, but I probably like dived much deeper into their music uh, in the last four or five years, and just love, love their, you know, love their music, songwriting, and just just strong character. It's such a deep kind of, um, I don't know, color and. I don't know, uniqueness to their music. Anyway, my rap manager was like, Rivers wants to say hello. And I was like, what? And, uh, and I went out <laughs> like, the okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And Rivers was there and he's like, hey, man, uh, I like your music. And like, that song's a good song. And, and I was like, thank you so much. And I was a bit starstruck, but it was, I've always been on the other end of that. I've always been the one who's kind of like approaching someone. Or, yeah. Yeah. Feeling nervous to approach someone. But that was really special. And then one time I was at a restaurant and, my idol for a long time was Sia, um, the, you know, huge pop star, singer, songwriter. And she was at a restaurant with my friend and randomly they came over to say hello. I had, didn't even know they were there. And then all of a sudden I'm like just having a laugh with her. And it was like kind of the perfect moment because I've been so inspired by her. And I didn't even have the chance to like ruin it by being nervous or anything. It just kind of happened and then they were off. And I was like, oh, I think I made an okay impression there. I don't know if she knows who I was, but I knew who she was. <laughs> But we're going to pretend that she did. And it was, a, it was a, a cool moment, man. That's, I love hearing that, that genuine authenticity of, of just chances that you get to, to compliment and be complimented by people that you respect. It's, it's always cool. Yeah. Vance Joy currently is residing in Spain. And yes, in case you were curious, he's a pretty good tour guide. Hey, hola. How are you going? So we're in Poblino uh, on a rooftop. The sun is out, which is perfect. Um, yeah. And I've got some friends here. Well, I came here in 2019. At the start, I, just before a tour, we did um, opening up for Pink, and I was here for two days. And then uh, I, um, yeah, I went on a, uh, a date with a lovely girl, and we got along really well. And are you feeling good now? <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap on this. I know our time's running short, but you've been spending quite a few years in Spain, uh, and you, you put out the in our sweet time sessions. Um, which one of I, I thought saw was filmed on a rooftop of a restaurant that has a really cool backstory in yeah. Spain. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm going. Hey, uh, walk me through just kind of your quick tips, your quick pointers for anyone that might get the opportunity to experience this amazing country. Yeah, I have some friends who came last week and they're coming back next week and I've kind of been a little bit on um, hosting mode. So sure. um, if they come to Barcelona, there's, there's, um, the beaches are pretty good. They're, they're not like as, I would say- coming from an Australian, so I, I mean- <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a high standard. They're pristine yeah. in Australia, but there's a different kind of fun kind of wildness to the beach here. It's like very busy and there's hard, it's kind of hard to find some real estate to put your tail down. But um, I would- I would take them to a couple of restaurants. There's um, there's a, a street called Enric Granados, which is just like a few hundred meters away, which has like lots of beautiful restaurants on it. There's a place called La Plata, which is like this old restaurant in the Gothic Quarter. They serve like three dishes, like a tomato salad, a sausage, and these little fried fish. That's it. And they serve you wine in this like glass, kind of like spout. It's got a little spout I on did. it. So it's literally just... over the weekend, I got the chance to do this. I went to a Spanish restaurant and you have to like, if they pull it further from your mouth, it's yeah. it's wild. It's wine. Yeah. It's sorry. That was just a very cool moment that I was able to relate to that. Continue. No, I, I, no, exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's so yeah. fun. It's like you have to, it's all on the wrist and you get yeah. that 
get the get the nice arc but um it's a fun thing I, I will take uh, now we gotta break this down they tell you it's all in the wrist so it's, it literally looks like a tea kettle almost and it has mm. it's clear and has a really long spout and the whole point is that you're able to enjoy the wine and they pull it further and further away from your mouth and then they give you the chance to do it and they say oh you could do that you just gotta flip it fast it ends up all over your face the first time there's no way it doesn't there's no chance yeah 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 oh my god it's so funny watching your friends like especially before they get the knack it's just like yeah it's where's <laughs> something that's not going to be that you either Easily don't care about that much or that will yeah hide the stain so um i would take people there and then cut a case as well two hours away beautiful yeah. old beach place uh, beach town where i think it was salvador dali is that his name dali yeah, yeah the painter he lived he like went there and was inspired there so wow. yeah coast a coastal trip that's cool I, it's cool to hear you talking about being inspired by, by people like Weezer or Sia or you know Dolly at this point. When I know that there's people, people would be an understatement. There's there's a massive fan base that's inspired by what you're doing and what you're putting out. So it's it's really cool. I love the record, man. I, I love the the live sessions that you've been putting out, and I can't wait for the tour in our own sweet time out now. Vance Joy, can I call you James? Of course, of course. James, James, thank you so much for taking the time, man. I, I hope that we get the chance to, to talk in person soon because you seem like a cool dude and I, I, I want it for this conversation. Let's do it. Let's do it. Vance Joy is a true artist in every sense of the word, whether it's his time spent in studio, on stage, hosting friends, or just living an insanely awesome life. You can be sure that he's keeping those mental notes to turn those moments into memories through his gift of music. It's no secret there's a balance to be found between life and work, and Vance Joy seems to have found it. I don't know when we'll be here.